Hey guys, um, this is Tanya for Khafdal Adar, chapter 37, part 2, out of like 8. Um, it's a long chapter, but it, it's, it's kind of cool that it's a long chapter because a lot of what I'm realizing is that a lot of this chapter is really like the stuff that we kind of grew up talking about. You know what I mean? If we grew up learning Chassidus, a lot of the stuff we feel like we know. But what I'm, I'm like, I'm engaged right now with learning this in like trying to bring myself to a deeper awareness you know what I mean not only of like what it says or what what it is but like what does this actually mean like what does this actually mean for me in my life right now you know like kind of like the DOS instead of just the noticing um instead of just the thinking so blessing us all to throughout like this gonna because this chapter is gonna be the whole next week also so blessing us all to kind of engage with it with these concepts in a way that really like brings up something inside of me you know what I mean instead of like up down instead of like oh oh that's actually cool because up down right like I get it I get it coming from outside of me in you know that's like that's like godly soul stuff (laughs) but what we've been talking about this whole time is that we're what we're here in this world to work with is our animal soul and animal soul is always bottom up animal soul is there's something stirring inside of me and I really feel it I feel I feel it, you know, like there's a real sense of, of something here. Like I, I'm fully in this experience that I'm having. So blessing us all to engage our inner senses with, with, with this process, even one minute a day of learning this, you know what I mean? Like to really, really feel what we're talking about. So, okay, so let's jump in. So we're talking about in chapter 37, it's the last chapter where we're really talking about the theme is the power of a mitzvah but not just the power of the mitzvah because oh what's the power of a mitzvah chassidus never starts at the end you know chassidus if the chassidus is starting at the end it's then to get back to the beginning back to the beginning at the end of the day chassidus is always bringing you deeper and deeper and deeper we don't we're not settled for like surface value oh so we do mitzvahs so what's the power of the mitzvah the question of of chassidus what's the power of a mitzvah is why do we even do mitzvahs at all you know like it's not that we do mitzvahs, so now we're wondering why we do them. It's why is this the reality? You know what I mean? What is reality that leads to doing mitzvahs? Like, what is it about reality and about what is it about not like what it, what is reality that that ends up as doing a mitzvah and ends up being as the, that a mitzvah is so powerful and like what is actually happening here basically? And then the kind of the symptom of that question is why do we do a mitzvah but like that's the that's the final point of the conversation you know what i mean so the what we've been talking about is that hashem the purpose why hashem created the world right hashem desires hashem has a desire that the tachtonim become revealed to also be him what does that mean that hashem creates a world that has layers and layers and layers all the layers are actually him and the purpose of creation and again this is all pretty surface level but it's just where we are right now in tanya the purpose of creation is for us to see that the layers are actually him meaning to look at the klipas noga of the world and really the klipa too that's what we're going to see today to look at everything in the world that does not look like god and say here too is hashem here too is hashem here too is hashem how do we do that what's the what's the surest way of doing that and making that a reality doing a mitzvah why because a mitzvah is essentially a share kedushan of mitzvah you are literally telling me i want to be revealed in this way so when i do a mitzvah i'm stepping in to that moment of saying 
you are actually here. <laughs> the moment I do a mitzvah, I'm saying, you are in this object that I'm using for the mitzvah. You are in my body that I'm using for the mitzvah. You are in my animal soul that I'm using for the mitzvah. You are in the air around me that I'm engaged with, with while doing the mitzvah. You are here. You are literally here, Hashem. That is literally what a mitzvah says. So until now, we've been saying that the mitzvah elevates the world around us, the physicality of the world, right? Like you literally, like a, a cow's hide or whatever it's called, whatever, I don't know, it's called like the leather, literally can become holy when, it, when it's used for a tyrant, right? That's an actual shift in the energy of the cow. But what's happening? The cow always had Hashem in it. It's, and it's actually crazy because it's all like quantum physics, all of this stuff. Like it's all, it's all the same, but really like the power of consciousness. Like when I step, like when I, like the world isn't what it is. The world is what I decide it is, you know? And now that science is literally catching up to that. I mean, like this truth is just so, you can see it everywhere. You know what I mean? Things aren't what they are. Things are what a person's consciousness deems it to be. And what this chapter is saying though, it's not only about consciousness, it's about what you're action deems it to be when you do an action literally a physical action with a physical thing that physical thing's energy literally shifts into kedusha instead of klipa meaning into god is not here to into god is here so um today we're talking about that when i that it's not only that when i it, this isn't only an individual thing you know it's not only that when i do a mitzvah the world around me shifts but actually like the the, the sphere of energy within the stuff around me shift, but there's actually the possibility for all of reality <laughs> to enter into the state of cosmic shift with into God is actually here and everything, um, which essentially sounds like the time of Mashiach, which I guess is the time of Mashiach. I guess you know something. It's interesting to think about. Like I think to the Alter Rebbe, Mashiach wasn't a far off concept. You know, like. When, when you actually like realize what the author is saying here, it's not like Mashiach is some mystical experience. Like, oh yeah, one day there will be fire coming from the sky and da da da. Like, the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe knows this stuff to be true in a way of Das. The Alter Rebbe really gets it that the world isn't just Elam Hazeh. The world isn't just what things look like. The world is energy. The world is Divrei Havaya. The world is divine breath. Everything is part of the unity. The Altar literally saw the world as one cosmic and and godly unity, as a symphony, as like a big choir of song, all coming from Hashem's mouth. Like, you know, that's how the Altar saw things. And so he was like, okay, so this is what reality is. What we have to do, you know, that's what he said yesterday. Like, it's dependent on our actions, meaning we actually have the power to reveal that to be the truth so let's do it and then Mashiach is going to be here you know what I mean like it's not it's, it wasn't some far off concept it was like this is the reality the reality is the reality is that Hashem is here the reality is also that Hashem is giving us the exact formula to reveal Hashem here aka Torah mitzvahs and Avaida. let's do that and then Hashem is going to be here <laughs> and then we're going to see Hashem here which is the purpose of creation which is Mashiach it's like it's not so complicated you know what I mean so it's just interesting to notice, like, we're like, oh yeah, maybe Mashiach is coming. And in the meantime, like, we're learning Hasidus and we're literally saying that the reality of Mashiach is, is, is reality. It's just a matter of revealing it, which is what we're doing every day through doing mitzvahs. Like, it's really, it's really real, you know? Okay, anyways, let's go inside. So, so there's, 
everything that we talked about, the value of doing mitzvah so far, amazing, amazing value. Um, now we're saying there's actually another virtue in action-based mitzvahs, aside from the fact that it elevates my own animal soul and that I am now a person that Hashem is revealed inside of. Animal soul, godly soul, fullness of self. Not only is my animal soul now in the state of, wow, Hashem is here. Not, now not only is my animal soul you know, stepped into this energy sphere of godly revelation, which is what happens when I do a mitzvah, but what also happens? So we're gonna. What we're about to read is that telling you guys before we read that way you can pay attention to the Hebrew. Um, what we're gonna realize is that what it's actually it was very interesting to learn inside because like this is one of the things that we've talked about. I learned about since I was a kid. You know, what I mean, it's like one of the things that you learn in like the basics, the Hasidic workbook that you do in like fifth grade. But basically, what does the animal soul? How does the animal soul survive? So the animal soul literally lives in the blood of a person. What does that mean? That animal soul and my physicality are very intertwined. Animal soul is consciousness. You know, it is a spiritual experience, but it survives. It gets it, it gets its nurture off of the blood of me. You know, so how do I know that? When, I, when a person dies, their godly soul survives. Their animal soul doesn't necessarily move on as far as I know. Why? Because animal soul is tied to my humanness. So what does that mean? That when I'm, all of the physicality that I consume in my life, everything that I see, first of all, but mostly we're talking about everything that I eat, that I drink, the, the way that I nurture my physical self, when I elevate my animal soul, meaning when my animal soul steps into a space of God is here, Everything that has let that has allowed my animal soul to survive now is also being elevated. So basically, now even if it is against its will, now they are also saying Hashem is here, inside of all the food I drink, all the drink that all the food I ate, all the drinks that I drink, all the everything, all the physicality that allows my animal soul to survive, is also now in the state of Hashem is here. So straight inside. Okay. <laughs> When my animal soul is engaged in tar- in terror study, in prayer, or in a mitzvah of action, all the energy of the animal soul is coming from the blood, which is from klipas noga. And what is that getting its energy from? This is all the food and the drink that one has eaten, which have become the blood. Which when I read that, I was like, I was thinking like. How did the altar know that? Like, now we know that the food and we drink becomes our blood, but like, <laughs> did anybody know that 300 years ago? I'm not sure. Anyways, shahayu, but we know that because it's the spiritual energy. Like, spiritual energy creates physical energy. You know what I mean? So it's not a surprise that the altar knew that. It's a surprise, like, like science, like microscopes <laughs> or whatever sees that blood, become, whatever it is, these tests are are showing the physical reality, but the physical reality is always the reflection of the spiritual reality. So it's not a surprise that someone that's in tune with the spiritual reality knows the reality before the physical people see it as a physical reality. It's very interesting. Um, Okay. So until now, until the person uses all this energy for the sake of a mitzvah, it was under the dominion of the klipa. Shayutach Shalta, under the dominion of the Klipas Noga. The Yanku Chayusamimene, the Klipas Noga, 
in the animal soul was drawing its vitality from this food and drink, literally from my physical blood. It's a, it's a cyclical thing of like the spiritual energy of my animal soul literally is tied to the physicalness of the what I'm drinking and eating. But now, now that a person does a mitzvah with the energy that I got from the food and drink, it's transformed from Ra to Taiv, and it's consumed in its Kedusha. When I'm engaged in a mitzvah, which is literally the revelation of Hashem's infinite light, right? You commanded me to do this, and now when I'm doing this, I'm literally inside of you. <laughs> that all that energy that was that until now has been in the realm of Klippa, now gets elevated to the realm of Kedusha. Now it's saying Hashem is here. I know I keep saying this, but I just want to reiterate it again because I think it's such an important thing to notice. You know, we grow up saying, oh, elevated to Kedusha, trapped in Klippa, like as if these are concepts that like are outside of us, as if they're concepts that like I hope everybody's okay. But literally, like as if they're concepts, the Torah learning that we're doing should be to wherever those sirens are going, to the schuss of everybody being okay. Amen. Um, anyways, we talk about these concepts as if they're like esoteric concepts a lot, you know. But I just bless us all, myself included, to kind of just and I'm I'm noticing it more and more the more that I learn Tanya. Like this is not deep stuff. <laughs> like it's deep, but it's also not revealing elevating some something to kedusha is so is so practical it's so practical it's literally engaging with something in a way that says hashem is here versus hashem is not here you know it's not like a mystical concept it's just it's it's fascinating how like it's really yeah okay all this vitality of the physicality that is immersed in my blood, which the animal soul has been sucking off of, now is in now is literally absorbed into the insect flight, which is his will himself. And now the, my whole animal soul and all the physicality that my animal soul has brought has been engaging, has been surviving off of, aka all the physicality that goes into me being alive and well is now all subsumed in the insight because i'm doing a mitzvah aka i'm revealing the kedusha i'm revealing the dira in me in this moment it's a big deal right now the altar is going to say something very powerful what else happens it's not only that the fullness of me is now revealing that hashem is here through this not only am I and the Klippas Noga that's attached to me going to be elevated, but actually all of the Klippas Noga of the entire world can be elevated. All of the physicality, all of the Klippas Noga of every inch of grass and stock of wheat and everything can, can, everything can be elevated to the state of Hashem is here. How? How, how do we elevate the entire world? When every neshama, 
meaning when the entire neshama, which is, we're, we're all one soul, split into 600,000 souls, right? Each of the 600,000 souls are split into other souls, but we're essentially all one soul. And when each part of this big one soul does every single part of the mitzvah, every single one of the mitzvahs, essentially the entire world is now being revealed that Hashem is here. It's wild. It's, and it's, if you think about it, it's, again, it's not so complicated. It's like a puzzle. It's like you literally think about a puzzle and you think about each puzzle piece as one of the souls and where it's connected to in the puzzle as like them doing that mitzvah, which is elevating themselves, their animal souls, and their chilek ba'ilam, meaning the things that they come in contact with, the things that you've eaten throughout your life, the things that you engage with, the desk that you're sitting at, the the tree that you walk by every morning and you say, Marabu Masacha Hashem, like all of these, all of the engagements of your life, the story of your life, present tense life, not the could be, should be, or what if life, but the life that you're in now, that's your chilek and nylam, right? And if I am stepping into my power and saying, I have my, I have a godly soul, I have a purpose in this life, I'm going to now use everything around me to engage with mitzvahs. I am now revealing Hashem is here in all of the world around me both on a on a practical both in like a obvious way and also in a spiritual way meaning like the cause the the energy within the world around me that I'm now using is shifted has shifted and if we're all doing that then Hashem is revealed everywhere so it's pretty cool okay so what what does it mean for all of the souls to be engaged with all the mitzvahs so there's two there's two components to doing every mitzvah right again this is something that we know but it's just alter a bit like learning it as an adult is very different for me at least what are the two components of doing a mitzvah first component is shasa laisaase which are the 365 prohibitions don't you know don't make a fire on shabbos don't say don't the things that you should not do essentially averis lafrid shasa gidim shall dam nefeshachayin shabaguf what these 365 prohibitions are, they're considered the 365 blood vessels of the animal soul and the body. When I do an Avera, I'm drawing energy into the blood, into my blood, and it's spiritual, but it's also physical because it's, it's all the same. And what is this blood coming from? It's coming from So essentially, I'm becoming ill. <laughs> you know, when I do an Avera, I am essentially, I essentially have infected blood. I'm drawing the energy into my blood from a place where it doesn't want to come from. It's like me taking, if I have, you know, A, a plus blood or whatever the, the kinds of blood are called, I don't know what they're called, like A and B and O or something like that. But if I have a certain kind of blood and now I'm taking blood from somewhere where I shouldn't take it from, like if I take your blood, but we have different blood types, nothing, there's nothing wrong with your blood type. There's nothing wrong with Shalash Kibbutz It's part of Hashem's world, just like Kedusha is a part of Hashem's world. The thing about Shalash Kibbutz is Hashem is saying about it, don't put that inside of you. <laughs> it doesn't belong inside of you. That is not how you can be whole. That's that's not what you need to be whole in, in this lifetime. And Averis are literally that. And Avera is literally Hashem saying, this and you do not get along. This infects your blood. Please do not put it inside of you. So when I, by staying away from the 365 Averis, I am not taking my nurture from the Shalashkibzatameus. 
So when if I do do an avera and I now am getting my energy from it's not so simple. It's like trying to it's like trying to be healthy when you have infected blood. You have to get rid of the infection first, and that's the ruach hatuma avir min to take away those shalshkavatzneis from inside of a body. Is, is complicated, and it takes tremendous teshuva. You know what I mean? And the ideal thing would be to stay away from blood that doesn't belong inside of my body. To stay away from infected blood. <laughs> so that's the first step. You know what I mean? Make sure your blood is is clean. Don't do an avera. Don't put things into your body. And into your energy and into your spiritual energy and physical energy, because again, it's all the same. That are literally impure, meaning are not healthy for you. That Hashem is saying, this does not get along with your body. This is going to make you ill. What's the second part? So again, and then what happens when I am now in this state of almost cleanness? <laughs> I guess you could say, like I'm in the state of cleared my blood is flowing through me in a healthy way because i'm not putting blood that doesn't belong me into me aka i can now be a reflection of hashem because that's what hashem is saying hashem is saying when you put inside of you you are not a reflection of me that's what ill means it means that we're blocked from hashem's flow flowing through us you know not that hashem is not inside of us but the the flow of it what it's supposed to be like is not present what's the second part that happens that was the second part of a mitzvah. Veramach mitzvahs ams ase. There's also the 248 positive mitzvahs. Lahamshech are inside hulamata to draw down the blessed in sof light down below. So there's one staying healthy, and then there's two tapping into your higher self. You know, lahala is lai lekasher liachad by klalas nefesh achinus shibaramach avreagaf biyuchad gamar liyais laachadim mamish to elevate meaning to reveal my self to be <laughs> binded and united both animal soul and godly soul with the 248 limbs of Hashem. I am literally, my, all of me is now united with all of you, Hashem. And we're becoming actually one. How do I do this? How do I be, join into this unity? Hashem tells me exactly how. Through our mitzvah. You are literally telling me exactly how to step into this unity. This is in accordance with his will, that there be a dear besachtainim. And if you notice that that came right after this paragraph of us being completely united with God. And if you notice, and Alterba doesn't say this so much in Tanya because it's more of a it's more of like a emotional thing than and the Tanya is very practical. But you see this a lot in like the Kote Tara and Tara, like a lot of like my Marim work. And, and even Sikhas of the Rabbi, I've seen this. Like, all Hashem wants is to be one with me. That's what Hashem wants. You know, it's kind of like, like I once heard in Sfas, a teacher told me, like, we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekin Hashem Achad. We look up and we say Hashem is, is all there is. And Hashem says, Ayid is all there is. That's what Hashem says. Hashem says, You are all I want. You are all that. You, you are. You know, why, is, why does Hashem create the world? It's because we're in love with each other. Us and Hashem, it's, it's, that's it, you know? And essentially what Adira is, is me stepping into that space where me and Hashem can be inside of this relationship with each other. I want it and He wants it. We, we want it. We want to be in this marriage. We want to be in this love, you know? And a mitzvah is what brings me into that state. It's what brings me into that connectivity. So 
it's just very powerful. And then through that, we're going to become like a chariot, like the Avas. And essentially, like that, we're going to be in this state of alignment. When I think of a chariot, I think of this like majestic, majestic floating thing. <laughs> like almost like that picture of the Baal Shem Tov's Chassidim flying up in that chariot. Like we're going to be in our fullest selves, our fullest alignment, our fullest love and light and connectivity with the creator of the universe, which is our deepest love, you know, and our deepest desire is to be one with Hashem. It's, it's what we want. It's why we decided together, us and Hashem, to have the world in the first place. You know what I mean? So just bless us all. I, I bless us all, and myself included, that today's Friday, so we're going into Shabbos. That just like as you light Shabbos candles today, or as you do whatever mitzvah you do today, just to notice that like that moment of Asher Kedeshanu B'Mitzvah like, this moment is not just me doing another thing. In this moment of doing this mitzvah, I am literally, completely, and absolutely united with who I am. I'm united with Hashem. I'm in a literal, more than a hug, it's the deepest sense of unity with Hashem. There is love surrounding me from the inside out and from the outside in. I'm inside of this bubble of 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 love and of Hashem's love and of Hashem's unity because it's all the same, you know? And I just bless us all to like find a lot of Hasidus is is teaching us to find visualizations for ourselves. You know what I mean? That things shouldn't just stay in our machshava, but we should actually experience them. And so find that visualization, whether it is that majestic chariot or whether it is a bubble of love around you, whatever it is gonna be, but find that moment that when next time you do a mitzvah that you can almost step into that experience like literally use your feet use your hand like, when you light Shabbos candles like bring it in with your three swoops of your hands you know bring yourself into this experience of Hashem is here the purpose of my creation the why I'm here is to be inside of this moment where it's me and Hashem in love with each other and this is happening right now this is happening right now in this moment I'm this is alive you know and and Hashem is here, and I'm okay, and I'm safe, and and it's like the step back, the step higher into higher consciousness, you know what I mean? But higher consciousness while being so grounded, like it's not like Hashem is here, and I'm in Atzilat, it's Hashem is here in this moment, and when you open your eyes from your Shabbos candles, and you look at the people around you, and you're like, good Shabbos, dear human being who is so beautiful, <laughs> you know, like, and you look in the mirror, and you're like, good Shabbos, dear beautiful person who is exactly where she is meant to be like it's it's Hashem is here not conceptually Hashem is here in this exact experience that I am in right now in the food and in the drinks that I have eaten till this point and in the food and drink that I will continue to eat and in the exact walk that I take to work and in the exact clothing that I wear in the in in this body in this experience of self right now this is where Hashem is and this is where Hashem wants to be. So, Achaim and Kachavis.